and I, I'm going to go back to the show for a second. So Jeff and I, I don't think we, I'm exaggerating here. We probably talked about the show for about two years. Would you agree something like that? It, it was at least a year. Yeah. Yeah. Doing a show like, together. Like, doing something. Right. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden one day I was just like, we're going to do it. Like, okay, we're going to do it. And then Jeff's like, oh shit, we're going to do it. And we did it. Right. And so it yep. became an absolute must for us to do. And I think that's part of it too. Like when you go back and you set your goals, like, especially for me, they need to be easy to achieve in terms of like, I don't have to be constrained in some way. Like I have to have computer access or whatever. Like it just has to be something more organic in that regard. And I also like it to be something that I'm driven towards, like something that is a, you can call it a passion. You can call it a drive, whatever it is, but something that like, I really, I've got to have, like, I've got to do this. That to me is how I set myself up for success. And like, you know, even before we record these shows, I always like, you know, we text back and forth about a theme and et cetera on there. That to me gets me fired up and I'm ready to go here. So it's having that constant reinforcement and being driven to do it. I think are the absolute ways that I set myself up for success. Cause if I don't have that, like I call it my success stew. If I don't have that success stew, <laughs> I am dead in the water, like dead. Like I, I will not achieve it. Yeah, and that that's a great point because it, it's all relative, right, for everyone. I mean, if you you professional, um, say ultra marathon runners, I mean, you know, a, a big goal for them maybe to to run Badwater, right, through Death Valley, 135 miles in the summer. <laughs> Which to me, I'm like, no, no, no way, God, yeah. Like, um, yeah, I, I I've done some 50ks, um, ultra marathons. So for me, like my next big like a bucket list, right. Kind of, kind of goal for, for an event would be like a 50 miler. Right. I mean, but I, that's over how many years, right. Probably 15 years that I've worked, you know, up towards that even, well, it was probably about 10 years since I'd started running regularly until I ran an ultra marathon. Right. Cause I started out, I think, yeah, I think I, well, I actually went right to a, I think a half marathon was the first one I did. I just went right to it. Instead of like a 5K, 10K. Yeah, this is, I don't know. You went hardcore. 12, 13 years ago or something. But um, but then, you know, I did some some 10Ks too and other, you know, trail races. But I did a lot of like half marathons before I did my first marathon. So it wasn't like I just went out and I did it. It's, you got to kind of work work your way up. Um, but, or not. There, I know some people that just go out and train for an ultra and and they do it right it's it's just how much time and commitment right and kind of your starting point too um you know what kind of you know shape or condition are you in to uh to start out with so absolutely um so yeah and other folks that maybe haven't been running you know much that they just want to get to to a 5k so um you know just working on the steps you know maybe it's three or four days a week you're gonna go run walk and then keep working it up from there until you're until you're at least jogging or kind of kind of running maybe even slow, you know, running, um, but being able to run those, those 3.1 miles. Um, and then, you know, you can do the distance, right? And then when you get up to the race mentally, you know, you finished it before you can do it. And, uh, that's the thing with ultra marathons too. It's if you can do the distance within two days, like say you do 20 miles one day, trail run, and then you do, you know, the 11 miles, um, you know, the next day for 50 K then, uh, should be, you should, you should be over that mental hurdle. At least, you know, your body can, can take it. It's true. I mean, like, I think one of the things like for me, when you said something that I think is really important, if you think about a 5k 
as like just a 5k it is a milestone for period right so Huge. if we call it yeah. just anything yeah. it's never gonna like and honestly like kelly i, I know I, we joked about this but two years ago kelly ran a half marathon in disney world that's right zero, yeah, I prep. That. zero prep okay she right. did nothing like the tinkerbell run or something right yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's called the Princess Half Marathon or something. Anyways, and so she did it with um, uh, her sister-in-law and Katie. And Katie's a long-distance runner like you. I mean, she literally, she does, I think, a minimum of 17 events a year. I mean, it, it's planned out two years in advance. She goes all over. She's awesome. Anyways, so they go there. Kelly runs it. She finishes it. She feels great. She knew that she could do that 13.1 miles, right? Like, once she was done with that. Yeah. The next day, she ended up like fracturing her ankle. <laughs> what? Because the pressure, I mean, if you're not used to running that far, like one thing that people yeah. don't consider is it's that constant pressure going like this to your joints and to your bones. If you haven't built up that, you know, the cushioning and everything else, yeah, like strength. it's hard on your body. And so right. she realized very quickly that you don't just take those giant leaps, you have to build the base. And so for anyone that's looking for goals that is starting, my recommendation for you is build a base like that should be because again, you won't hurt yourself as much, you will be able to go longer for longer in your life, you'll feel better overall. And the number one thing that I found that is discouraging, not so much anymore, but when I was starting was being sore, right? Like I hated yeah. how sore you got when you first start out. And if you build a base, that soreness, like for instance, last night, I rode a bike for three hours, we were talking prior to this, like, I'm sore, but not painful. Like there's a difference. And I think that having that base and building that into your body, you recover a lot quicker. And so like, think about goals. If you're not, if you're super fit, think about raising the bar in the base, you know, keep raising that. But I always focus on the base so that there's somewhere to go back to. What are your, I mean, that's kind of where. Yeah, no, it, totally. And that's where you want to establish that. I, I call it more like an aerobic base, you know, for, yeah. for endurance and training and um, and that's where, when I, I remember starting out, you're just getting into running or back, I'll say more back into running. Um, like I said, it's probably like 15 years ago or so. And I remember getting like shin splints and just my ankles were hurting. My quads were hurting. And I was only running like a mile maybe, or, or a mile and a half and, and slow. And, uh, so it was extremely frustrating, right? At first, cause you're just like, man, I used to do this, you know, how many years ago and it's younger and whatever. Um, and then, uh, but after, you know, just sticking with it, you know, being disciplined and, you know, you recover, you know, maybe a couple of days to recover and then go back out, um, you know, do it again. And then it gets a little easier and then next time it'll be easier. So, but take that time to recover between, you know, those, those initial runs. Uh, so you don't get too frustrated either kind of mentally, but then give yourself a day break and then you head out that, that following day. And, uh, and it'll it'll get better. I promise it'll get better. And it's just stretch. Uh, the biggest mistake I made was when I set goals for fitness, I never included a stretch goal until recently, probably honestly the last like three years, like especially with yoga or massage. Like for me, I get a massage at least twice a month and I make sure that I stretch after every exercise I do. And uh, so I'm just going to help you guys out there set a stretch goal of some kind because it will help with everything we've talked about and it will add to longevity. Totally. Absolutely, dude. Because <laughs> that's something that, again, <laughs> I overlook. Get a little older. That's what I, I got to do too. I got to stretch and 
drum roll. I got to tell you, so uh, about a year, maybe a year and a half ago, I got into foam rolling, like seriously, right? I will tell you right now, if your goal this year is to get into foam rolling, it will take a while. Do not give up because that first couple of times, especially on so my bad, calves. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I just it remember. So painful. Oh, it totally, especially if you get um, the ribbed, you know, the kind of different like yeah. stuff on it, not just the flat roller. That to me, oh, because I made the mistake. I didn't ask. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go full in on this. Stupid mistake. So definitely start with the flat roller first. And then once you get there, you can trigger point and stuff like that where it really hits key spots and everything. But um, I can't, I swear by it now, but I will tell you the first honestly, <laughs> probably three weeks of it, it is hell because it's getting in places that I've never broken down before, even with massage, right? Because you're using different motions, you're using different weight, you're all these different kinds of things. And so I remember I mean, the first time I did it, I was talking, you know, you're like, oh, I'm so excited for you. I did not have the balls to call you up afterwards and be like, I hurt <laughs> <are> so bad. <laughs> no, that's true. And so when bad. I don't you know, do that for a couple of weeks, I go back and I'm like, oh man, this is, it's really tight, especially around because the IT band is what I kind of focus on and, and kind of the hips and um includes that's where I, I tend to get you know pretty tight and of course. Uh, yeah after a couple of weeks of not doing it i go back it's pretty painful but then you know i do it maybe the next night or a couple nights after that and it's a little less painful and it gets more and more less painful but then you can really work in like we've talked previously right the massage ball like in those really tight spots or even break out the lacrosse ball once you, you work your way up. Boom. Oh, yeah, the hypersphere. Yes. Yep. There we awesome. go. Well, Jeff, as always, I want to say thank you, dude. I thought this was a really fun episode as usual. And I, I hope you guys out there feel more comfortable and confident when you think about goals. And especially this year, uh, the theme, again, for us is really about being flexible and adapting to the times, right? Yep. Yep. Totally. That's what you got to plan that out with uh, kind of an alternate or backup plans, too. So, you plan for a race, you know, say six months out, say, okay, what if that doesn't happen? What am I going to do instead? Right. I'm going to do a race locally or just, just do it on your own too. Right. hundred percent. Absolutely. And if you need any help, we've got our community here that will be willing to help you out as well. So uh, again, have a great day, everybody. And thanks.